April 22nd, May 13th, June 3rd, June 24th. These dates ringing any bells? Well, they might if you're an Ontario angler because these dates are all the different fishy openers we have across the province. Of course, these dates may vary depending on where you are in the province, but here in Southern Ontario, these dates are celebrated across all tying tables. With these dates fast approaching, Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop in downtown Toronto is the place to go to get ready for trout, walleye, pike, muskie, bass of the small and largemouth variety. Yes, Drift Outfitters has you totally covered for all your upcoming fishing needs. Stop by the store to chat with the experts themselves and learn how to catch the fish you're after. Or shop online at driftoutfitters.com and enjoy coast-to-coast-to-coast -to -coast -to -coast shipping on all the best products. Find them at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto or online at driftoutfitters.com. Hey, 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 how's that for an intro, brother? Well, it's already going better. And we're back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we're back. Okay, everybody's tech's working here. Let me just hit record this time. Yeah, uh, dude, nice got one. Got working there. There you go. That's good. Uh, Idis, how's your mic doing there? Is it good? Everybody's... Does it sound good? Can you tell me? No, you're on the computer good? audio no, you're on the computer sure. audio, which... Maybe that's a good uh, little way to kick this off because, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into the live episode. Another recording here of the live episode because last time uh, I didn't uh, select the right microphone. So here we are again doing this again. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to be here. How about you, Aldo? Oh, I'm stoked. Um, I'm, you know, I mean, I thought we did a good job, but, you know, doing it another time obviously couldn't hurt. Yeah, why um, not? Plus this time I've got seltzers. Oh, excellent. Do you, eh? How about you, Yoma? How you doing, huh? Uh, I'm great. I just I got water. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's okay, good. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, what I do you also, got? I also have some water going here, um, so I don't have any seltzers, but uh, maybe I should grab a beer or something like that in a little bit. Yeah, do that. Well, let's see. Let's see. Maybe at the halfway through mark, I'll have to get myself a pint, but uh, yeah, here we are again, um, and as Ida's figures out his microphone, because uh, you can see him here on the live, we're going to get started here. Um, on the SoFly 150th celebration. And, oh, I always mess that one up. There we go. There's the clapping there. And thank you all for tuning in again. Um, how's it going? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm great, Mitch. It's yeah. an unseasonably hot day here in Toronto. It yeah. is like 30 degrees yeah, it's Celsius, crazy. of course. It's crazy it's hot, hot as hell. It is super uh, But hot. I'm good. Um, I think we'll start this off by opening... A seltzer. Yeah. Crack that open. Crack it open. <laughs> right on. There you go. What kind of seltzer is that? Um, this is Willibald's Fruit Punch Seltzer. Ooh, Willibald. I really like Willibald. They make some good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good I stuff. It's made here. It's awesome. Oh, wait. What oh, do you got, shit. Oh, this is Hold something on, we used to do on our podcast. And, you know, we the episode 150, round one, you know, we did the What You Sipping On, which is something yeah. we always used to do, but... You know, we've been drinking more water, trying to take care of ourselves. Yeah. But, you know, we, it's time to celebrate. Yeah. Hey? I think so, yeah, 100%. Hey, Yoma, is it time to celebrate or what? It is. It is, and I got a seltzer. Okay, mm. good. Little White Claw going on there? <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. Something to hydrate me at the same time. Yeah. Is not 
Yeah, that's good. Hey, I saw Shelly today at the uh, at the um, the Shoppers Drug Mart with Barbara, the Shoppers Drug partner. Mart. Right on the Shoppers Drug Mart. Right, the yeah. one, the one. Shelly, Shelly of course, being flies all dried. Oh, right on. Shelly, of course, being uh, one of our guests on the Lady Avalon trips from a few years ago, and a, a very uh, passionate new angler in yes. uh, in Southern Ontario, and one of our fans. That and is an understatement. Part of part of our community, and it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm also going to address uh, my hair's cut, so thanks for asking. Um, oh wow! Yeah, the look at my that. Ever been. Jeez, look at you. And, you look uh, yeah, yeah. You look quite. Uh, you look good. Thanks, man. Um, let's troubleshoot Adis here for a second. It looks like he's having a problem. Is look at your Adis under on your focus right? Is your phantom power on? Your 48 volt. You know what I love is that it took. We're at 150 episodes here. Okay, and now we're having fucking tech problems. <laughs> like jeez the irony of this 150 episodes in I forget to hit record and Ida's mic isn't working well here we are anyways recording and we'll see what happens when Ida's gets back figure out all the tech and then we'll jump back into uh, yeah talking well about maybe let's just do some apps. housekeeping really yeah. quickly um, I'm wearing this fun shirt and Yilma's wearing that fun hat um, Reddington and Rio and Farbank oh. they're doing a 50% off sale right now on all their merch that's right if you guys want to uh, um, you know go there and buy some sweet merch for yourselves um, I think it's lasting until well here let me pull it up because I've got the internet in front of me yeah um, it's uh, happening right now and uh, it doesn't say when it's going to end so that's cool um, but uh, who cares but take, who cares it's on take now go it. get it now take advantage of it because uh, honestly that dad hat that Yoma's wearing is friggin sweet and shout nice out hat. to um, Clay the creative director over at uh, Farbank he designed them all and um, he's a good friend we've been fishing together um, they've been a supporter this year so that was a segue to say thanks Farbank Reddington Rio and everybody there for supporting us because yeah. uh, it's been 150 episodes which is crazy it is yeah, it is. Yeah, and they've got some great stuff. So definitely don't pass up on that 50% off and um, and go get yourself some goods. Yeah. What are we giving away Mitch, today? Because we got some... Wait. Okay, yeah. Before we do that, can I see your hat? I never see what's on your hat. It's a Costa hat. Oh, where'd you get that? It's a camo well, Costa Probably hat. Costa sunglasses. Costa sunglasses. <laughs> proud of me with the hat that I'm wearing today. And you can see it here on my head. Uh, I got That's it from nice. uh, yeah, Hannah and Joe when we were down in uh, Miami, actually. Yeah, I kind of like this one. It's a trucker hat. Which, you Dude, know. it, it kind of suits you, being a trucker and all. That's right. Thank you. Right yeah. on, brother. So, um, Mitch, what are we going to do today now that we've had, you know, this is our yeah. second kick at the can? Like, what's, This is the uh, second kick at the can. What, we we're prob- what are you well, thinking? What are we going to do today? We're probably going to... So, of course, if you're listening to this after the fact, we're recording this live right now, airing on the YouTube. Uh, this is we why We will the upload it, obviously, yeah. to the podcast and so people can listen to it afterwards because right now we've got seven people watching. And so, you're probably listening to this after the fact. <laughs> Thank you to the seven tuning in. <laughs> My we mom is watching, though, so... You're the GOATs. Um, yeah, we're going to upload this to the to the regular podcasting stuff, but it's not September 1st. This is the 4th, and uh, if you're wondering why you're listening to the show a few days late, um, it's because Adis, we had technical yes. problems. That's why. Um, yeah. Welcome back, Itis. Uh, hey, thanks, guys. I'm back. And there's your mic. You said you're right. There we go. Oh, yes. awesome. It just took us a little time, but we figured it out. And yeah, you know we're, what? we're doing it live, and we're doing it on the tube, and uh, these things happen. At least this time we're recording, and we do sound good, and we had some nice intro music. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're listening to this, is the fourth, because uh, 
you know, on the first, uh, we did a show at Yilma's house, which is one of the first places we ever talked about SoFly. Um, so we decided that'd be such a fitting location to do the 150th episode. And we did a whole show uh, and it was lots of fun. And <laughs> We talked about all kinds of stuff that we're probably going to talk on a little bit today. And at the end, I realized I didn't have the right microphone plugged in and I didn't hit record on the backup. So, uh, you know, I uh, messed up and that's why it's the fourth. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, and waiting a couple days to get the fishy content that uh, you so deeply crave. Uh, <laughs> let's hope that it's uh, let's hope that it's a good one. I think it will be today. Although we're going to be talking about, of course, 150 episodes mm-hmm. uh, and celebrating that. We're also going to be talking about where the show began. We're going to talk about some of our first trips together. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, some of the stuff we've done this summer because this is, of course, also just a good opportunity to talk about the summer season. Now that the summer's kind of wrapping up, uh, uh-huh. we've got a factor fishy from Yilma. We've got a trivia from me. Whoa. We've got some giveaways. Yep. We've got some prizes, which are the same thing. Um, and we're going <laughs> to talk about what maybe we want to do with SoFly in the future. So, okay. uh, so that's what I'm thinking. Um, I'm going to ask sound? a question. Yeah. And let's see if Yilma remembers his answer from the other day. Mm-hmm. Yilma, when you started SoFly, mm-hmm. in your head, was there like a, an episode count or years or whatever where you're like, man... If we could get to this amount of episodes, that'll be, you know, amazing. Like, what did you, in your head, think, you know, as a goal, you know? Well, I like round numbers and big round numbers. So my head was, in my head, was 300 always. Really? I know we're, yeah, we're halfway there. I mean, it's another another six years together. (laughs) 300? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 300 is a very, uh, so I know we talked about this the other day. It's a very specific thing. Yeah, well, you think we're going to stop at 300. No more, no less. Uh, yes. I mean, we're going to get there. That's all I know. Right, you're hoping to get to 300 is what you're saying. Yeah. That'll mean. And then from. Oh, yeah. I was well, just going to say. Do you want to hang out for that long? Yeah, definitely. Of course. Absolutely. I, I think, right. I don't know. Who else do I hang out with aside from Bree and my dog? That's right. That's it true. was Frankie's birthday the other day, too. Happy it was. birthday, Frankie. Yeah, happy birthday. Frankie. One year old. Wow. Hey, just when's Bruce's birthday? I don't know. Okay, cool. Where is he? Can you see him? Bruce He's right here. The... Let me see behind you. It's right there. Bru- uh, Brucey. Bruce is, of <laughs> course, uh, he was found uh, on the streets. So <laughs> the streets uh, of Texas. We don't know. Do you know how old Bruce is? I know this is not so know, old. Like, but, uh, I don't know, six or seven. Oh, okay, well. Um, well, happy birthday, Bruce, whenever that is. And, uh, Say November. Yeah. So wait, 300 episodes. It took us about six, seven-ish years to get to to get to 150 so that's another six seven years but that was also we were doing double episodes during covid so it could take us well like but when you started yeah, you were only true. doing one episode every once right. in a while so it kind of <clears throat> equalizes yeah. out it so kind of okay. equalizes well, well seven you're, more years. you're doing 24 we do 24 a year yeah and i'm not going to do the math well that means <laughs> that you know by the time we get to 300 episodes It'll Yilma, be another you're five be, six years you're going to be looking at retirement yelma these jokes just don't land the same as they did on the <laughs> <They're> just <laughs> These are the same jokes that we made the other day. Yeah, we're all just going to be fake, that are fake on laughing. Now, really. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, why don't we just kind of jump into uh, some stuff on the beginning of SoFly and how it started? Because, Yilma, you said you wanted you want to get to 300 episodes. Did you, Three. 300. And then getting to 150, though, what does that feel like for you, Yilma? Uh, Itis? Uh, yeah, it feels amazing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, Yilma, do you remember the, the first uh, little few days we were uh, conceptualizing SoFly? Do you remember where that was? 
That was at McVeigh's Bar, uh, the oldest Irish pub in uh, Toronto, actually. And uh, yeah, that's we went there. I I was asking our boss Karen at the time, and I'm like, I'm gonna get into fly fishing. I just want to. I mean, I fished my whole life. I want to do something new, challenge myself. And she's like, Oh, this guy Mitch. I just he's interning here. Go talk to him. I heard he fly fishes. And then it was basically love at first cast. Whoa. You know? we, we, went o- we went over to McVeigh's, uh, you know, after work one day and started brainstormings. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, uh, you actually, Yilma came up with the name SoFly at that pub. Did you have yeah. other options? No. What were the runners up? I want to know. Yilma said SoFly, yeah. and I said Okay. <laughs> yeah. M- Mitch had like a. We're gonna make the same a, jokes. Oh yeah, the runners up were <laughs> Reddington, uh, Rio. We wanted to call her. <laughs> uh, Chums, Costa, and yeah, but they were all taken. M- Mitch, so, yeah. Mitch had a, a a social, you know, blog. What, what you oh right, like a blog. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a blog. Yeah. But yeah. it was also like it was something bigger than a, just a blog. Yeah, yeah. it was. Gathering of people around the world. It was like a social page. It was like a social media page. It was a forum. And it was an Instagram yeah, page. It was, yeah, yeah. Forum. it was an Instagram page. And it, and it was called... Uh, yeah. Oh, it was called Drift. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just trail off like that? It was called... Did, you, yeah, did, we, just yeah. break, did yeah. we just break him finally? And it was called... Yeah. Yeah, it was called Drift. And then, of course, when I came to Toronto, uh, you know, and was looking to start something and met Yilma, um, Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop, who was one of our... Was our first sponsor, actually. Uh they opened up and was like, oh, shit, Drift, wow. There you go. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, we've known Rob since the beginning, too. I think episode three we recorded with Rob at Drift. Uh, yeah. And, of course, we've had Chris on as well earlier. And you've reco- we've recorded there before. We've done live shows there. And, yeah. Um, you so, know. shout out to Drift. I mean, for um, I'm also just going to take a sec to say, uh, you know, there's a couple people uh, watching. If you want to ask us some questions, by all mm-hmm. means, we're following along on the live stream. So, yeah, please. Uh, oh, Michaela's on. Michaela, that is my sister, Justin. <laughs> to Justin, thank you, sir. Fly fishing, Matt. Thank you, much appreciate it. Um, Andrew, yeah. I was just at her house this morning, much appreciate, much giving appreciate. Dylan some comics. Oh, there you go. That's fun, young. Okay, well, there we go. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, it was uh, it was a very interesting start to Zola, and uh, yeah, 150 episodes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think we would make it this far, to be honest. I thought we'd make it to maybe 10, 15, but here we are. Um, well, I was on episode 17, <laughs> and then right. we met Idis when we first went to Mexico. And, of course, mm. you know, we can't be remiss if we didn't mention, of course, Gab, our good friend Gab, who is you know, living in Quebec City and helped yep. launch this show and mm. and taking photos. But, you know, we met Idis in 2019 when he went to Mexico and didn't even fly fish then. Just no. came to it was, it help us shoot. Uh, serendipitous little get-together there. Mm-hmm. You didn't even you didn't even want to fly fish, dude. I no, was man. offering like, yo, take a cast. I was no, like, no, it's it not it what I'm here for. It was all about the work. It was working. You <laughs> know, you don't mix don't mix the two. You know? And that turned out I to be like videos. one of the one of your favorite trips, right, everybody? Uh, me. It was my. It, was it favorite. is my favorite. Right, well, right, I mean, right. I also liked it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's not your favorite. It's not your favorite, though. Yeah, well, it's hard to sure. say favorite. favorite. We've been to so many amazing places. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about our favorite trips a little bit? You know, because we have been to so many gosh dang amazing places. Okay. That's a nice segue. Um, wow. Aldo, what is your favorite trip from over the years? We've done lots. Of course, we're saying we started uh, way back, uh, and Gab and Yilma and I first went to Tomogamy to hang out with uh, our friend, of course, Eric, up in Tomogamy. I think because he was starting that business at the time. And then from there, we went to Elk Lake. That was our first trip together, you know? And then from there, we went to Hearst with Atawapiskat, Estagami, 
all over the place. Texas, Florida, Indiana. Yep. Tobago, Mexico. Bahamas. Bahamas. South Africa. A couple times. Like, yeah, pretty wild, the places this has actually taken us. Oh when you gosh. say it out loud like that, you're like, well, we fished in, uh, collectively anyway, we fished in yeah. Mexico, Tobago, South Africa, all over this province. Uh, mm-hmm. BC, out Me- east, Montana, Mex- Did I say Indiana, Mexico? Texas, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said Mexico. Did I say Mexico? Oh, you said Mexico. Mexico it's been a few Mexico Florida. trips for you. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty well. Pen- Pennsylvania. Indiana. Mexico. New York. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. Favorite trip? I don't yeah. Know. I really like that first Elk Lake trip. I think that was, there was just like, it was so, a first of something that's amazing is always kind of cool, but mm-hmm. you know, I was just bartending. Mary Jo and, and Roger came in and we just started chatting and, and one thing led to another and you know, just started kind of working with you guys and, and they're like, well, why don't you guys come up to the lodge? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was almost like not prepared for them to say yes or something. And then okay. you know, it was kind of wild. It was kind of a wild like thing that mm-hmm. happened. Like you started SoFly days before, really. Yeah. And then yeah, true. you're working at the bar and then the lodge owners come to your, come to you at the bar and they start talking to you. And it's like, come to our lodge. It's like, oh, this is like, I don't know. It's these things that have happened throughout SoFly that were so almost coincidental. Like yeah. the four of us even meeting, mm-hmm. you know? And being like, yeah, let's record podcast, forget to hit record and do it again in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Having the commitment to like do this type of thing, it's like very random, you know, mm-hmm. like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy that Roger and Roger. And it's just a great trip. Like, I mean, you know, those the furthest, yeah. furthest north I had been at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that was the same for all of us, you know, and getting to see yeah. a lot of the province that I'd never seen before. Um, yeah. having lived here my whole life. And it was just like, it was just great. We had super, we had a lot of fun with great fishing. Um, and it was just really cool. And it kind of like taught us what we could do with yeah. it as well with, uh, sorry, this brand. And, um, and I just thought, I think that's what made that one so special. Yeah. But obviously, I mean, like catching freaking Atlantic salmon on great. the Marguerite and like hooking tarpon in Florida with one of the, you know, most legendary guides ever like you know i don't know like what's there not to love how am i supposed to pick a favorite it's pretty crazy but i feel i think it's more like you know it's it's the best trips i think and they're all fun but the best is when all of us all four of us are together because it's like the zaniest yeah like the (laughs) most creative and like the most fun yeah yeah and i mean i suppose it's it's like it's it's favorite could just also just be like something that means a lot to you you know like yilma you say yours was which one tulum uh, it was Tulum. Yeah. I mean, Aldo has a good point. I mean, they're all amazing trips, but there was, there was just like, uh, uh, aura about, um, Tulum that was just special, uh, you know, and maybe it started from the fact that, you know, Chris at Drift was always telling me how hard bone fish were, are to catch. And I know they're really hard to catch, especially when you're, um, you're, uh, walking the flats, but you know, I was still kind of ignorant to it and to get there. To, to Tulum, drive to the, you know, drive to the coast. Mm-hmm. Aldo telling me to cast as soon as our guide, Rhett, was like, there they are. And catching one on my first <laughs> cast was kind of emotional and amazing. So, like, it's yeah. hard not to say that that's my favorite. I think thing. it was funny, too, because we're all, f- we're all freaking out. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. We actually caught a boat. Like, he's in my head. I'm like, this is basically a DIY trip. I mean, Rhett helped us out immensely, of course. But, like. He did, yeah. You know, it was never really saltwater fly fish before. Yeah. And, you know, within minutes, we've got one in our hand, 
I'm bringing this back to a point, but we're freaking out. Joel's taking pictures. You know, Andy, another f- good friend of ours and photographer, was there. Kind of understood that when you catch something, it's special, even though he's not, you know, he he's not himself a fly angler. Yeah. But Aegis was just there, like, capturing, and he's like, oh, is that supposed to be hard? Or, like, he's <laughs> like, because, like, like, by the, by within 30 minutes, we had landed, like, 20 bonefish, and he's like, He's like, I don't understand why these guys are f- fucking freaking out so much. Like, <laughs> are you, are you yeah, supposed to be like, bad at this? Like, it's just like, like, yeah, it's a fish. It's a fish, whatever. Like. Yeah, he's like, wow, you yeah. caught a fish. That's you like, did literally have those at the grocery store. You know, like, I could just go to the farm boy and see a fish. How little did you know, Adis, how Man. obsessed yeah. you'd become? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, it's funny because it's like, I've had that same experience with like almost every species that we've fished for now. It's like steelheading, caught a steelhead yeah. like almost the first time yeah, out. Yeah, true. Pike fishing. A nice one. Caught a bunch of pike the first time I did. Same with brands yeah. and everything. That's your brand. What, Walleye, just, just get yeah. in and out? <laughs> catch them right away and yeah. move on to another hobby? Right <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. in, catch everything, leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's the way Tie to do it. Tie everything, too. Yeah, that's the way. It's a good point, though, but, I mean, you, did, you have had, you know, very good... Uh, fishy experiences like getting into it you know like going to esnagami it's yeah like, oh, it was the first time fly fishing it's yeah like, it's like i was like is this is pike fishing I, okay cool this is great i like this i assume it's like yeah. this everywhere <laughs> yeah. it is not it is not it is no. not <laughs> it's like what? Well, which trip has been your fave uh itis like uh out of the ones we've done honestly which, i think it's like the, the second esnagami trip was my favorite that's a great trip that was a good was trip super like, fun, man. full crew seven yeah. days of fishing up there Yep. It was pretty wild. And it's like to the point like, you know, you get so saturated. You're like, this is how I exist now. Wake up at yes. seven, eat some breakfast, shove, like eat breakfast even though you're not hungry. Cool. Get it in you yep. and get on the boats and go. And just fish all day. And just and fish all day. Yeah. I mean, that's so the gummy's the best. No, no, it's so much fun. Freaking awesome place. And it's like, like anyone, of course, we've talked about it yeah, a lot. Yeah. Anyone but. who listens to the show knows how much we love like pike fishing yeah. on the fly. And I feel yes. like that yeah. is for me was like peak pike fishing. Yeah, pike yeah. fishing on the fly. Well, yeah, you know, it's a good segue to my favorite trip, which was out of Wapiscat. The pike fishing was crazy, um, and that was my favorite trip because it was the, it was like the biggest trip, fast. You know what I mean? Like go down a turbo beavers fly, hours north, being a very, you know, like remote place, catching giant fish, and just yeah. being like, oh, cool, we can actually do this. What a wild thing, trip too! This so fly thing, you know, like mm-hmm. it sort of clicked. It's like, oh, yeah, we're actually in the middle of nowhere doing this. So. <laughs> Crazy. It's funny uh, you say that because after our you know our first go at the 150 episode on Friday, mm. I got it all nostalgic and watched every single uh, trip video. Of ours oh, and nice! The, yeah. It's kind of the fun to look one. back at them. One to just yeah. learn a bit about how to edit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ones, but also styles. just to like reminisce. Yeah, and hairstyles. And just look at like I think, uh, you know, posting those pictures was funny too because it's like we like. We look pretty different, especially you, Yilma. Like you. Oh my god! I was like, who the? F- you that did look. Picture. You did look like eighteen when you were like thirty. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. That picture. That picture is weird. I mean, I, I. There's a couple group chats I have with some high school friends, and they sent it to me, like just chirping the shit out of me. It's <laughs> 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 like, who is this guy? Yeah. So that's so yeah. funny. It's so yeah. silly. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny well, to think, like you know. All the things we've learned in this in the last six years, boat shooting, fishing, the environment. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you know no, it's like it's pretty wild. It's <laughs> easy to take it for granted, and and 
with a memory like mine kind of forget stuff but it's like when you start to remember that's why i like having the youtube channel and these podcasts because just for ourselves to go back like almost like photo albums and mm -hmm. just like oh yeah like we've done a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> for these 150 episodes like it's been cool kind of wild you know it's cool during like the pandemic too i feel like we kind of really that's like because i feel like that's when i really joined in and i hadn't really yeah. gone that far north into ontario and like we've done a lot of trips just in ontario and really explored quite a bit Mm -hmm. pretty, awesome. pretty cool like learning about all the different fisheries and stuff and how each one's oh, yeah. pretty unique mm -hmm. a lot of fun yeah it's been cool like even yeah. like in southern ontario in general like just mm -hmm. understanding that mm -hmm. more and like exploring places like you know the beaver big head yeah you know Saugeen, maitland etc etc um yeah yeah no 100 percent. it's uh yeah. 150 episodes it's been uh it's been a good one. It's been a lot of really, really cool experiences and excited for more. But why don't we talk a little bit about this summer? Aldo has a just, Aldo. just a sec. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, as I mentioned, periodically, you know, we've invited people to ask uh, questions. Question. So we've got, we've got a question yeah. here from Fly Fishing Matt. So Fly has done a great job showcasing a variety of people involved in fly fishing. Love that aspect of your show. Thanks, Matt. Uh, I'm assuming your name is Matt, Fly Fishing Matt. Um, <laughs> in the next 150 episodes, do you have some personalities you want to get on the show? And how about a reflection of some of those personalities looking back on your first 150? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, how about starting there with some of the people we've had on the past? Like, good question. We've had some really awesome guests on, obviously, yeah. people that are very good anglers and people yep. doing lots of stuff for the environment and everything else. I've always really enjoyed, I think, we can all i mean all of them are awesome again picking a favorite whatever but um yeah. having local people on has been awesome like a few of the episodes that have always stood out to me were like uh james bond bamboo builder it was like just an awesome episode because he was so into it and being a local guy maybe there aren't really a lot of like local podcasts for fly fishing bamboo building rods around here so like him getting on something and being able to just like talk maybe wasn't something that was even in the realm of possibility for someone like James Bond, you know, like, so being able to kind of offer him that forum to just like talk about stuff and be really into it was super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was one of my faves. And also, um, I got to say like, uh, learning about, this isn't even that old, like long ago, but also having writers on the show has been really cool because writers come at it from, you know, you've got the local people, which is nice because you're giving them a forum, you're hearing about your local fisheries. Then having writers on, I've always found interesting because they like go really hard at one sort of thing and get really deep into it, obviously, because usually we're interviewing, you know, people that have written books. Um, one of my favorites was Monty Burke, who wrote, obviously, uh, Lords of the Fly and like talked about tarpon fishing in Homo Sassa. And like, that was a cool book. And Monty was just like, I had, loved that interview i thought it was super cool to talk about mm -hmm. something so specific that i had nothing i didn't know anything about you know mm -hmm. so i don't know i feel like having the podcast and kind of making it open to having local people on and then really learned people when it comes to like a specific thing and then people like that do guiding in a place we don't know about you know like really having this melange of guests and not being like it's just about guides or something you know it's just about authors i think is allowed us to also just like have this very wide perspective and and again give the mic kind of to everybody and have this like giant kind of variety type show so i don't yeah. know my favorites though have been locals and authors mm. what about you guys um i think i don't love i like i actually really like this question but i think it's something you've always said mitch where it's like it's the great thing of a podcast is they can kind of live as a um actually you just kind of said it a couple minutes ago but like yeah as like a reference that you can always go back to and I think something we've talked about in the past is like, you know, um, you know, Matt, to answer your question, some of the personalities 
looking back on the show that I've, I've loved is like, I like chronicling in, 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 in our, you know, in our small way, like chronicling, like the community of fly fishing, meaning like, you know, having certain guests on, especially from the Ontario community that, you know, none of us are going to be around here forever. So it's cool to go yep. back and, and, and have people on the show that meant a lot to either this community or fly fishing in general. I know Mitch is something both you and I always lament, like it's too bad we could never have had Lefty Cray on the show. Yeah. Big personalities like that, that developed a lot of the sports. So to have people like Monty on or, or, or one of my, you know, have people like, um, you know, uh, Colin McEwen that started the new fly fisher, which was massively inspirational to us, uh, not only in our fishing, but just for the show and content in general. Like, it's cool to like chronicle that and put it away and be like, this was a, a moment in fly fishing and, 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 you know, yeah. But then sometimes you, like you said, like you get these curveballs that end up being like your favorite episodes. And for me, I think Mark Kingwell was Gun, was a yeah. favorite episode of mine. You know, having a philosoph a philosophy professor from U of T yep, come on the show and talk about. I mean, obviously he's written about the philosophy of fly fishing, but and is an angler himself. But it's just that's a really cool perspective. Like, it, super. He's cool. not a guide. Doesn't own a lodge doesn't like re like fly fishes for fun but doesn't yeah. like really fly fish that often doesn't have a stake in the game exactly and yeah. and to get their perspective on it is really interesting and then i think matt going back to your question like do we have some personalities we want to come i i think it's important it would be important to me anyway to get some more of those let's say personalities on mm-hmm. you know while we still can kind of thing and yeah. like whether they be guides like Benny Blanco who have such knowledge and, and really yeah. care about, you know, a species that I love, which is like the tarpon, even though it's not around here, but yeah. it's such a cool thing or, or someone like, um, uh, you know, flip palette that developed a lot of stories. Someone like Joan Wolf would be amazing to have on the show before, yep. um, you know, we, you know, before we can't. <laughs> yeah, and, for sure. uh, and I think that'd be kind of cool. Cause it's like a living diary almost of the sport. That's yeah, a great question, so much, Matt. There's so much history, yeah. Yeah. you know, like the podcasts are kind of a great, uh, like, medium to document it, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, selfishly, like, we've always said this, but, like, we want to talk to people that we admire. <laughs> and, like, a podcast allows you to just, like, email Mark Kingwell and be like, I have a podcast yeah. in Toronto. Do you want to come on it? And he's just like, sure, yeah, yeah. I'll come on it. It's like, oh, okay, sick, you know? And, and then you're talking to him for an hour. It's like, oh, that's so rad, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, like, would I love to get a really famous person who fly fishes and just talk to them about fly fishing like 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 uh, Michael on, Keaton Liam Neeson. or Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson <laughs> or Emma Watson they they all love fly fishing and just be like yeah. talk to their agent and be like no no no, no. Jimmy Kimmel come we're on we're not man. talking about come on, movies we're not Jenny <laughs> we're not to, he, he if we if I bet you if we tried to reach out yeah. to all of them he would be the He'd only one who said yes and we'd have to be like oh, actually shit. never mind actually we don't have to but uh but you know it'd be crazy to have like imagine if Liam Neeson came on the on the show yeah. like that would be hilarious. Yeah. But um, and all we did was talk about fly fishing. We don't mention yeah. their movies at all. I was just gonna say yeah, yeah, we're just yeah. like <laughs> holding back Star Wars questions. We're yeah. just like, <laughs> do you even know what midi chlorians are? Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it's a it's a really good question. But I think Adis, you're relatively new to the sport. Like, mm. was there, is there someone that you know 
because you've been you've been really absorbing it is there someone that you would love to have on no the show? so honestly it's like no i like i don't know a lot of the people i don't like read about a lot about fly fishing and stuff i mean for me lately it's been fly tying has been really interesting um learning about that stuff and the history there has been fascinating i think like the interesting thing for me about SoFly, as someone's kind of new to it and it's like i think one of you guys pointed this out was like we're like talking about like okay what are we going to do with SoFly? what are you going to use it for and it's like it's for building a community and like giving people voices that don't usually yeah. have voices. And it's like, really you can do whatever we want. Right. There's no, you know, there's no like greater accountability. There's no like backing behind mm-hmm. this. Right. It's whatever we feel like doing, which I think is really cool and exploring that further and building this community in fly fishing. So it's, it's really, it's awesome. It's a great community. And like coming from, you know, someone who's been involved in really niche sports for my entire life, it's, it's cool seeing, you know, the same sort of thing in rock climbing and other sports before that where it's like from the outside you're like oh i'll never i'll never do this thing and then you start doing it and you find out like it's a super supportive community everyone talks to each other you know it's, yeah. so that's that's really cool to see and i like i'd like to see the evolution of that and, like revisit guests we've had on before and talk to them like what they're doing now like how how it's going for them like what's changed what's new you know like all the stuff we do with bgow is really cool seeing all these people that have gotten into fly fishing now and they're interested in it and like asking like hey can i come fishing with you guys can i come you know so I, I yeah. think that's that's really cool to see how SoFly has created this kind of platform for people to feel like it's um, like almost like a meeting place or, you know, whatever. This thing yeah. that people are like, feel like everyone's kind of a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. we, you know, we, totally. br- we bring people on trips that like, you know, they're not on the podcast, but like, yeah, come on this trip. Cool. You want to fish? Great. Let's go. You know what I mean? So I think that's, I think 100%. that's really interesting. And it's not like, I think that kind of makes it a bit unique. Because there's there is no real greater accountability other than ourselves, and it's for everyone. You're it's right, hundred like percent. You know? That's like by design, right? And I think we're all in. We're all we would all agree that it's like not trying to be like a cool club. Yeah, <laughs> like I it's think like, like anyone's invited. Everyone's exactly. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's invited. That's why I think having that huge mix of people, like whether they're like just some person that fishes the credit river yeah. all the time, yeah, or lefty cray yeah well, and know, i think it's like awesome i just think it's somebody super famous <laughs> it's just it's cool to see like you know people talk to us on the river and stuff people recognize us so it's fun yeah. like you know someone who's new to fly fishing where i was like i was asking questions before to everybody now it's like i feel like i can share knowledge of like certain fisheries that i know about and people are like oh hey man like oh you're on the podcast like what do you what do you what do you recommend for here what do you what do you know about this river and like sharing that knowledge with people and like chatting with people on the river is cool like it's this whole little right thing yeah it's sort of like a, a shorthand to like meeting new people. Yeah. On yeah. The water. yeah. It's like you have this common thing, which is like the podcast. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yelma, what do you think? Yelma, who, yeah. Who do you want to have on Yelma? Uh, I don't know. Um, or just like types of people. Yeah. Yeah. Old, old. I'm just, I'm just trying to wonder of, why people don't ask me for my, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, ask you for your what? <laughs> yeah, what? My opinion. What's uh-huh. on the river? Oh, on you the gotta river. Go fishing first, man. <laughs> well, you got yeah, you gotta go to go. You gotta go to the river. That's the place to start. I know. Um, true. true. I, just um, Itis's idea of like redoing all the guests. Hey, let's just go back to episode one. Start from the top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Three hundred episodes just, right there. <laughs> we don't even have to think about it. No. Well, recycle. I, I don't know if there's a specific you know person, but I do gravitate towards the um, the environmental. The environment specific topics mm. so you know um what an interesting thing to say you wow what a good yeah. segue you want to know why why because we got a question because we got a question from jim 
Oh, and shit. Jim says, you guys have talked a lot and passed it. Did you mean to do this? No. Because now no, I'm didn't. just watching you read it now. Now you, you guys have talked a lot in past episodes about environmental concerns. What do you think is something people should be aware of when they're out fishing? Yuma. Uh, that's all you. That's Get all it. you, man. Get it. I mean, there's not there's not one thing, right? There's probably a lot of stuff to be thinking about, Ilma. Uh, I uh, oh man, yeah. There's not just one thing. I mean, my I guess my thing is is um, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Remember when Emma? Remember when we went to do the trash flies and me and you went to the Humber River and spent thirty five oh, yeah. seconds and had yeah, a bag true. of garbage. But I don't know which specific <laughs> one that I, I think. Like this is not just one thing. Yeah. It's it's. Obviously, it's making sure that when you're out in the river, you're coming out, you're taking plastic with you. If you see it, you know, just don't leave it there. It's it's going the extra mile, really, for me. Um, yeah, 100%. And, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Someone else want to take it? Someone else? I don't know. I I'm on the spot. No, no, you're, you're fine. I think <laughs> you a really simple one. thing that people can do is start understanding, um, you know, under, try to understand a little bit about fish ecology hmm. and, you know, yeah. and fish health. You know, an easy one is um, trout. Yeah. <laughs> like, Temperatures. if it's hot, don't fish for them. And what does that mean exactly? Well, I mean, yeah. you know, drift and a lot of, and, you know, drift and a lot of our sponsors, they always post you know, temperature gauges and whatnot and where, you know, f you know, f what's an acceptable level or temperature level that, you know, um, you can safely, f you know, catch, catch and release fish. Yeah. You know, um, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, if you're not planning on releasing the fish, I guess that's another thing, but, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as it's done sustainably, but, uh, yeah, I think fish health is an easy one to start with. If you're fishing for trout, what are the acceptable, you know, degrees and temperatures that a that a fish can, you know, recover in? Like, you, you yeah. don't need to be fishing for trout, especially in Ontario. We're so blessed with bass, pike, muskie, carp, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's how can these fish, you know, best be released? Um, just understanding, like, and even if you're not fishing a protected waterway, you know, even somewhere like the Lady Evelyn River, yeah, in 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 Tomogamy, you know where where there are no you know reg special regulations where it's catch and release only. Are you sure that you should be keep keeping them anyway? Are you certain that the population is healthy? Uh, you know, and that you know if if you can't keep a big fish, is that potentially a fish that could make a lot more fish? Mm -hmm. And just yeah. understanding like, am I doing this ethically? Am I doing? Am I totally. really thinking about this? Especially yeah. if people you know like us who are, f you know, there are definitely food insecure people, and they. Mm -hmm harvest to feed themselves and I, I cannot hate on that obviously but, when but people like, like me who go to yeah. wendy's on the way to the river you totally. know um <laughs> totally, man. you know do you really need to keep that fish because yeah. i know you're going to tim horns after so um you know i i think you know it's awareness yeah, just right? awareness yeah. of like of like yeah if it's or if it's bass i mean like you know trout get a lot of love because they are very sensitive cold water species but you know there's an acceptable temperature yeah. range for every fish, pike, yeah. bass, walleye, et cetera. So, you know, maybe just understanding that in general, I'd say just like stream health. It's not just taking garbage out of the river. Like, are you noticing things like, yeah. especially yeah. the Humber river, like Ada's you fish out all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, we've, you know, we've seen people repost things on TikTok and what, and, and Instagram about just people dumping shit in the river. Yep. And it's like, you can be a, a local steward without being, 
with yeah. just raising your hand and being like, well, I don't think the river should be on fire. <laughs> Does yeah, anybody totally. know about this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. and trying to, you know, uh, notify, I don't know, some sort of proper authority. Yeah. You know what I hate about that area of the Humber? Which area? Is that when you're fishing, people are like, yeah. why are they fishing there? Like, are you right. fucking kidding me? The river's yeah, I feel this yeah. bad. Yeah. I know that you I know. cannot see somebody. People are scared of the water. You yeah. know, it's They're like, geez, this is a river, it's, guys. It's so crazy. I think like, well, that's why swim really, drink fish started. Well, that's a that's a great. One I was just gonna guess. say like, you know, we had swim drink fish. We had Mark Matson on from swim drink, drink fish to talk about just water quality mm. and all the issues facing that. And there's a ton. Um, you know, we've done we've done yeah we've done all kinds of episodes about the environment, talking about you know things facing the environment. There's so many issues. I feel like, although to your point, like, what do you think? you know, is something people should be aware of when they're out fishing. I feel like it's sort of having that. And it was, um, uh, John in, uh, Indiana. Remember, uh, the duck, uh, decoy maker there, yeah. John, uh, he, he recently passed away, but he, he was in our, one of our videos for Indiana and he actually led, um, uh, one of the, one of the fights on the uh, white river to bring it back. And he had a really good line, which was like, I think when you're fishing and you're in nature, you have to take a second to remember you have the ability as a human to destroy that place. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just totally doink it. And it's like, we've, we've, we're kind of doing that right now. We're seeing humanity do that. Mm. And the humanity's kind of like destroying the world because we have the power to do that. But we also have the power to do the opposite. Yeah. And I think when you realize that, when you're in a natural place that maybe you're not supposed to like completely dominate nature to the point where it's being destroyed, mm. I don't know. You have like a different appreciation for it. And maybe you start thinking about things like water temperature and taking up garbage and, yeah. You know, just think about your place in nature a little bit. And I think when you're sitting there on the river and the water's going, the birds are going, and it's just you and the fish, it's like a moment of zen where you can really appreciate your place in nature and take that off the river. And that's why we say we, the rivers need more friends. That's why we're not scared to, like, name rivers we fish because we think when people go out of these experiences, they're going to leave with a new appreciation. And yeah. maybe they're going to think, I should do something about not, you know, maybe I shouldn't use this single-use plastic. Maybe I shouldn't, Yeah. you know whatever i think it definitely encourages more people to be kind of active stewards for yeah. that river and like yeah. you know just to back to like learning about the rivers and stuff it's kind of interesting like hanging out with you guys and like the whole community here uh it's fun like learning about that ecosystem that like i would never have really known about and like the interconnectivity of all the different species and how like you know certain things are indicator species of you know clean water or um mm -hmm. you know the, with the brook trout situation it's like cold clear water it has to be clean if you don't see the brook trout there's a reason you don't see green drakes there's a reason and yeah. kind of like passing that knowledge on to people i think is really interesting yeah and yeah for sure once you see the connections between degradation and yeah, like yeah. humanity you're like oh the green drakes aren't around because maybe because of us that's like totally yeah doesn't seem like a good thing no and it's yeah. like even like on the humber like yeah. i take my daughter down there all the time and it's like you know you'll look and see things and it's like well you know, the fish aren't here because this is happening or like this is happening yeah. here. You see just kind of like taking an opportunity for her to explore that ecosystem and be like, okay, well, here's the minnows like showing like it's not all it's not all bad, but kind of like instilling that appreciation for this ecosystem instead of just being like, oh, it's just yeah. a river. You know, people see the Humber life. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, whatever. It's just a dirty river. But then you, when you get down there and look close, you realize there's, you know, there's like salmon, Whoa. steelhead, there's carp, there's bass. There's all it's a yeah. massive there's ecosystem. Deer, there's uh, you know, there's birds, eagles. There's you know, the like, golden eagles fly above the Humber River. Yoma, that's such a good point. You know, people are like, you're fishing the Humber? Yeah. It's like, do you understand that that river is amazing? Yeah. And it's still holding on. Like, it's doing yeah, yeah. everything it can to have a steelhead run. Yep. Right, and, and it goes through Toronto. Yeah, if you're like, about, like, you the, the history of the Humber is super interesting. The indigenous communities yeah. that lived along the banks and stuff. It's really fascinating to learn about all that. 
You know what? Yeah, so. I think it's time we do a Humber River episode. Done. I think so, too. Anyway, Jim, right. thanks for the, your uh, yeah, thanks for the question. Thanks for the question. Yeah. And also, Jim, uh, a little extra shout out. Thanks for coming to our events. <laughs> yeah, Jim. You're always supporting. You. And, you know, Need the big net at the Humber. Always it means filming. everything. Yeah, get the shopping carts out of there. there. Nice, Jim. I think yeah, you need like Jim. a tow rope. Shout out to Jim. Um, okay, do we want to talk maybe a little bit about just the summer quickly? Because we're already at 42 summer minutes. Recap. I mean, we're, Here we go. We're ripping. So maybe yeah, let's just let's just touch on the summer. Obviously, we went to Elk Lake. That was a, that was a blast. But you yep. know, and then then you know, we went to the East Coast, and you guys had a blast. And you know, there was all kinds of stuff going on. We got a new boat, mm-hmm. which we're gonna name here uh, in a second because we've crowdsourced the name. But maybe <laughs> we just talk about Marmac really quick because you guys just got back from Marmac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Marmac Lodge with uh, Demisha and uh, Jason. All the all the world. Drinking. You guys were fishing up north, and uh, <laughs> yeah, long drive. How was it? It was great. It was great. I mean, challenging weather. Highlights. Highlights. Uh, yeah, because we're gonna do a shit. We're gonna do, we'll do a full. We'll do we'll a whole do, show. We'll yeah. Full show about this. Yeah. So let's do a quick, quick thirty second recap. Okay. Twelve hour real, drive real to quick, White River. Real quick, Mar- yeah. Marmac Lodge on Esnogi Lake. Yeah. Esnogi Lake is the same lake that has Lodge eighty eight. Yeah. So Adis and I had been in there before. Yeah. Demisha has been chatting with Debbie, the owner of of Marmac, um, for the past couple of years, year and a half. Mm. and they put together this trip. Demisha calls me, and I just, hey, can you do the photo video? Sure, no problem. You guys couldn't make it too bad, whatever, so sad. We're like, fuck it, we're going. Adis. It's a whirlwind. We jump in the car, 4 a.m., drive 12 hours to White River, go to the weird bar. It's a long drive. It's a eh? long drive. This is very pretty once you get on the Superior Coast. It's 12 hours? Yeah. Yeah, man, to White River. Yeah. Yeah. We stopped a lot. But also, like, like Ace just said, like that Lake Superior Drive after you get north of Sault Ste. Marie, it's great. Is unreal. Yeah, it's super nice. Because it's like very, you said it's very tropical esque looking water, right? Yeah. Like very turquoise. Mm-hmm. And, it's like, and then you have these like dramatic cliffs. Yeah, it reminds me of the ski, the Cedar Sky Highway. That's it. If anyone's driven there, like that's what it reminds me of. Oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. It's that like it's well, kind of it's, it's wild. And, yeah, it's like am I? You're going up huge I? hills. Like you're seeing like the coastline's <laughs> massive. Lake Superior, like Lake Superior's massive, big cliffs. Yeah. Like it's gorgeous. It does kind of seem like maybe it's just me. I don't know. Like an underappreciated. No, it's far. I haven't even been there. I mean, and it's I love far. Ontario. Yeah. 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 And uh, but yeah, anybody. If, if I mean, I hope everybody who lives in the Sioux gets you know takes the hour drive. You know enjoys that yeah because yeah. oh man is it nice yeah well so you guys were up there for how many days yeah. oh it was a whirlwind brother. three days three days sort of three days so you two days of driving in and fishing was good we dro- yeah we drove in fun. had went to our favorite little bar in white river there's only What's one i don't know the white river bar and grill brother <laughs> nice. we gotta check that other spot next time there's another spot. Yeah, there's there's like a, a restaurant there's, in a hotel. Yeah, we gotta, we're going to stay there oh, next okay. time. We'll stay at the other hotel. But yeah, yeah we stayed there, uh, went, uh, you know, flew White River Air. Mm-hmm. Um, we, our flight was supposed to be at 7 in the morning, but with thick fog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get to lodge till 3 p.m. Bit of a delay. Bit okay. Of a delay. But you can't do anything yeah. about it, right? Because it's like the pilots are flying by sight a lot of the time. They're looking. You're not high up. We, like, took off, got over the hills. Nope. Turns around, banks hard, <laughs> turns back, we land. Demetrius' poor partner Jason thought he's like he's not great with flying. He thought we were there. We're like, no, buddy, we're, we're just back at the airstrip. <laughs> God did a whole loop. Yeah, he's like, no. The yeah. team of White River Air is awesome. Yeah. The Super lounge dialed. they have, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's pool like a table, fun little coffee, room. little TVs. Yeah, every awesome. fishing magazine. Sick. 
Yeah, super cool. They gave us a, they gave Demisha a spin rod and was like, "Well, I'll just start casting off the dock." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You we know, finally get there. Uh, we get like we're on the water by what, like three thirty, four? Yeah, yeah, ish. yeah, and just beeline it out to I don't know where we went. Cedar strip boats. Cedar strip yeah, boats. Twenty horse. 20 the horse lodge boats. is amazing. Like, super nice. Yep. It's really great well. accommodation. Yeah, I'm trying not to get too in depth because I know we're gonna no, do a full cast sure. about this, but of course. I think what was really cool, um, you know, and of course Demetri and Jason will join us on that podcast, but having them not on here right now, I'd say yeah. what was really cool was we were talking about our first time on a float plane trip, watching someone else, <laughs> yeah, go through the like Jason was like, this is a huge bucket list thing for me like yeah, i've yeah. always wanted to do a fly-in trip to a fishing lodge and we were like you know so watching how excited they were and i'm not saying i'm not I, I don't get excited anymore i obviously get excited but when you've got the camera in your hand and yeah. you try, you've got a whole yeah. other list of things in your head you're a bit separated you know with sometimes like when you're, you're just like you're just like mm-hmm. you know but then as you watch them the you know, t- you know, taking pictures on their phone or just yeah. be like whoa 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 because <laughs> it is it's like it is especially it's awesome and when you're there for 48 hours it's even yeah. more like that because it's like yeah. the lodge the whirlwind boats. yeah yeah uh, uh, they're yeah. like taking their time Everything checking fast. in we're like no we gotta go build the rods they're, we're going now yeah the yeah. Uh, we're like we don't have a lot of time no here. time to fish and, immediately and uh you know we did a shore lunch we had an awesome guide alex um put us on a lot of walleye and you know we didn't just fly fish we we jigged you know walleye were deep so we jigged up some walleye for a shore lunch neither jason or demisha had ever had a shore lunch before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah that's great that's great and Having, is, is that where you stopped up. i was like well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's it like, that's it's a cliffhanger because yeah. we're doing <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen well big papa, put it, big papa put him in the boat Aidas was hey man putting in work hey, <laughs> yeah. gotta do what you gotta Same do fish yeah well it sounds it sounded like it was awesome and a nice way to kind of end off the uh, the summer season. I mean, I know we've got a heat wave this week and it's like hotter than it was in July. Oh but God, anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. I will say it's a <laughs> micro spoiler. Debbie has invited all of us to the lodge. No, that is a spoiler. Tomorrow, Mac. Tomorrow, Mac. <laughs> well, we know what we're doing in the sp- spring. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Definitely spring. I like the sound of that because we have the four of us. Well, we did Elk Lake, bucks. but now we. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so one. look forward to that. That's going to be the 2024 thing. I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. Well, um, let's just uh, maybe name the boat and then um, get into some factor fact fishing and the trivia. Naming the boat. So let's first of all talk about that. We got a boat this summer. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's a it's cool. Green. It's a cool Ontario connection. Um, yeah. A, fi- uh, a listener of ours messaged us and was like, "Hey, I, I, I'm in Thunder Bay. I bought this NRS fl- uh, raft with fly fishing frame." Unfortunately, the rivers aren't really suited for it. Yeah. Um, can you help me, you know, put the word out that I'm selling it? Yeah. And then I was like, well, <clears throat> well, how much you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> and we talked to our good pal, Nick Kennedy, who, of course, owns Third Place, which uh, is special to us because that's the space that's we do all our fundraisers. Sotos. Yeah. And Nick's become also obsessed with fly fishing, and that's pretty cool. And, and Nick and I were just chatting and. And he was like, well, I'll go 50-50 on it with you. And so we yeah. ended up buying the boat. So this is a boat from Thunder need. Bay. And it's green. Mm-hmm. And it's mean. And it's and a it's raft. it's a fish-catching machine. It is a fish-catching machine. <laughs> eventually, and we crowdsourced the name. Sometimes. We asked all of sometimes. you on Instagram to help us name the boat, and we got a whole bunch of submission. And uh, mm-hmm. although you just bang through yeah. some, because we're going to pick what we want to name it Rapid right now. Rapid fire. Let's now, go. of course, 
the four of us have already decided which one we like but uh <laughs> on friday but let's wrap it through these because there's some great Bang ones. Them off. oh there's thank some, you for <coughs> there's some good ones um but yeah rapid fire um bob bob cajun angie angelica um orca yep. so float that came up a bunch so float came up a bunch yeah uh, nick of course uh kermit because it's Kermit's, green okay uh you yeah. know um our friend uh, Susan, who we met out in uh, Cape Breton, said we should name it Susan. <laughs> I actually love. I actually love that too. I was thinking good. about that. I uh, mean, you said Jeremy, was. which boring. Um, <laughs> uh, at Susan's good. The, at Pinner Mer- hates his grouch. <laughs> at Mercer Braden said, and I like this because it's a, the green Drake. Yeah, because it's green. Not only because it's green, and obviously it's a Mayfly, but also an homage to the Ottawa yep. days, because Mitch and I are from Ottawa, and I used green to work Drake's at the really Green Drake. Out, I used to work at Green Drake Outfitters. Awesome name idea. Mm. It's an awesome idea. Pinner, you're too late. <laughs> Pinner says Grouch, Grouch is good, but Grouch is good. Uh, Rhett says the green, <laughs> green mean green stream machine. Uh, ben, yep. of course, your brother nice Mitch Rhett. said Anita towel because the boat's wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boats nice get wet. Ben, yeah. Very nice. The very river clever. mint. <laughs> da boat. Fly McFly river face. River mint green nice. bean. The so fly stream deucer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun it's fun looking at these you know uh and then yep. our good pal mitchell Thanks, roberts <laughs> yo man the boys <laughs> mitchell yeah, roberts who uh you know also joined us in uh, uh cape breton um yeah. for some salmon fishing uh rapid fired their own woolly bugger green machine yeah. i like green machine mitchie's fishy good. float boat very on <laughs> Drifty McDrift face. Floaty classic. McFloat face. Also classic. Eddie. Uh, actually, Eddie's pretty good. Eddie's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drag, I like Susan still, but. Drag-filled drift. Downstream mm, yeah. mend. Yeah. Okay. And then because we put it on Instagram stories, we had a bunch of replies to those. So these are the last of them. Yeah. We had Nick Roman Whoa. with uh, the Green Bastard, which of course is... Uh, Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys Wrestling Persona. Great name. And uh, the logo would just be a duct tape GB. So we could really pull that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I love that one. I really should. I don't know. You guys don't seem excited about that one. I think no, I think, it, I think it's good. I just don't know if we can call her both the green bastard. <laughs> <laughs> right. A little too greasy. Yeah. Hey, chef. Yeah. 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 I mean, but just like having the GB on the front would have been. Yeah. Would have obviously been, been hilarious. Oh, God. I can't find it. Um, or like, currently that's, that's okay if you can't find if you can't find them all. I mean, there's so many good ones, but there's one. We so, yeah, Green Machine, but there was one that stood out mm. um, that floated that drifted on by us, and we had to wrestle it in. <laughs> we had to hop on that name and and fish from it because it's such a good name. Mm. And uh, there's two variations of that name, yep. mm-hmm. um, but we're gonna pick the one we really think we should pick right now. So um, the name was Tom Rosenfloater, and I misremembered it as Tom Floatsenbauer. Floatsenbauer. Um, I laughed a lot <laughs> when I saw that one. I was like, Tom Rosenfloater, and uh, we'll figure out who exactly said that name again. Suggested that uh, we've got it saved here, but uh, I think that's, that's the, the winner. One, yeah. Tom. Tom. Oh, it's Tom for Rosenfloater. sure. That's a good one. Now, is it Rosenfloater or Floatsenbauer? I can't remember where we decided. Well, Rosenfloater was the name that was suggested by one of our our listeners, fans. I mean, both are acceptable. Oh, here we go. 
Rose and Floater. Uh, I am Kevin Barnes. I'm going to have to go on a limb here that your name is Kevin Barnes. And you won. And Kevin, you won. We're going to send you a prize pack because that's awesome. stuff. A boat. Because Tom Rosenfloater is the name of the boat. Oh, I found a couple more. There was Bertha, the donkey Freaky. wagon, Toadmobile, so raft, so dry, uh, and the green machine, and the dirty goat, which is funny. But <laughs> dirty we're going to go with Tom Rosenfloater because... We got another vote for Susan. My friend Jody said Susan, but I, we Tom Rosenfloater is the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one. So Susan's congratulations. Good. Susan's a strong second. <laughs> Susan's good. We'll send you a little yeah. SoFly prize pack with uh, with some of our merch. Yeah. Tom Rosenfloater. There you go. That's the name of the boat. boat. Is named. It's the dumbest name. It's the best name. And it's the winner. Uh, shout out to Tom uh, Rosenbauer, of course. Uh, without you, we wouldn't have had this. Uh, so <laughs> here's to you. Um, all right. So there's some clapping sound effects. And uh, let's get into Factor Fishy. Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't-live-without-em straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce is designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Mm-hmm. Go. Yoma? Yoma's got three factor fishies, which is good. We haven't oh done factor fishing in a while. And everybody, there's more people comes following, the following along, by the way. 13, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, no cheating. And, uh, you know, feel free to fa- factor you know, fishy factor fishy up. with us. So obviously factor fishy. Oh, wait, we didn't do the song. Factor. Let me just pull it up here. With Yoma. (laughs) (laughs) That's me, and then you say that's me. And then you say that's me, Yoma. You have to say that's me. But he's going to pull it up. No, I know. I was pulling it up. Because Aldo, you got to sing that part. Okay, go do it again. All right. Yoma, Aldo, take it away. Fact or fishy? With Yoma. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Here we go. Good Lord. Okay, well, I can't, you know. One more time. One more time. Fact or fishy? With Yoma. That's me. Yay! Okay, a little delayed, but we nice. got a little there. dramatic we pause there. All right, y'all, my three factor dramatic fishies. Pause, I forgot again. <laughs> Let's. This, okay. this, of course, is where you know if, if people are new to this concept, uh, you know, Yilma says a story that we can barely understand, and then we have to realize that, you know, or guess if it's true or false, aka fact, fact being true, fishy or being false, fishy. So yeah. please, you know, in the comment section, play along, play along, go, buddy. Let's see if we can. Right. Already, oh, here we go. So, here we go. Uh, there's oh here we go. Adis is gonna. There's three here, uh, and okay. the first one I'm calling sup, stand up, paddleboard. Um, so as we know, we're all anglers. We love to troll. We love to you know relax troll. in the sun. Troll like fishing troll. Yeah, fishing troll. Yeah. <laughs> Ken already said fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Just immediately. Uh, okay. Um, but have you ever trolled on a sup before? Apparently, yes. all those had. But this yeah. gentleman by the name of Mr. McKenzie. Um, Mr. McKenzie? Yeah. 
Right. Pet. I remember the story now. He decided to not Miss bring Brimic. his rod, though. And I'm, I'm adding this back <laughs> into the story. It's a little different. Um, he decided to Yeah, not like Mark up. McKenzie or something. Mr. Okay. McKenzie. Can I finish the story? <laughs> sorry, Elmo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just funny. Mr. Mr. Are, it's just funny, Elmo. Mr. McKenzie. It's just funny. Funny. It's just funny. Know, you didn't know, give him a first name. Well, I'm not giving anything. These are all right legit stories. So he decided to string up 40 feet of mono, the back of his um, sup, and let it hang with a lure at the end. He's been at this lake for a little bit now. He knows there's, you know, it's only largemouth bass, you know, nothing crazy. So, of course, you know, he's not worried about something toppling him over or anything like that. Yeah. So after 15 minutes of paddling, he felt a tug and then another tug and then bam. The last tug pulled the sup away from him, um, leaving him to fend for himself while he watched the sup gradually leave his eyes and eventually being submerged underwater, never to be seen again. Never? Fish. Fact or fishy. So, recap. Mitch, you, you got the recap there on this one? Guy's paddleboarding. Yep. Trolling. He's got 40 feet of line yep. attached to the board mm-hmm. and a lure. And he's paddleboarding, and he catches a fish, and the fish pulls the board under the water, and, and he falls off. Fact right. or fishy? It's fishy, for fishy sure. Fishy F. And I actually can't remember the answer. I also cannot remember the answer, but I'm going to go with fishy, because, like, why would it never see... Pinner's saying fishy AF. I agree <laughs> with sure. you, Pinner. This, this is some... You Jody know, Martin, this... that is so damn fishy, Justin. <laughs> fishy. <laughs> fishy. <laughs> Also, what the guy's plan is to just like uh, hand bomb the fish That's in. That's a terrible plan. Like he's, it's not attached to a reel or nothing. No. You know what? And he's gonna. I've s- well, okay, and you know well, who hasn't? This is very us? plausible. We didn't say this it was is, a plausible yeah, I mean, story. You've this given is, us this stories factor of the past fishy, that were factor very fishy, and they were fact. So <laughs> factor you know, plausible. Factor plausible. <laughs> you know, but we think it's fishy. Everybody here thinks it's fishy. Well, Justin it is says it's fishy. not fact. It's fishy. Yes. Nice. nice. Right. Everybody wins. Good job, everybody. Everybody gets a boat. Good boat. job, Pinner, Jody, Justin, and Ken, I guess. With the pre- Ken called it from the first word. <laughs> Ken's like, fuck this. Ken knows. Dan's Are asking, why is Ken Dews not on the 150th episode? We would never get through it because we'd be in stitches. Jim <laughs> saying yeah, fishy. Jim, you're right as well. Yeah, Jim, you're right. Nice. All right. Uh, Yuma, take us to number let's two, go. baby. Okay, Jim. Now, let's see if you can get this one. Uh, This one I'm calling Steely for the win. Okay. Um, Probably because it's a story about a steelhead. Okay. So, in in 1970, specifically, father and son were fishing in (laughs) Seattle for steelhead. Not naming the river, just leaving that out of the story. Specifically. Specifically, of course. The son cast it out. He let, and specifically, he let his uh, his spinner (laughs) sink to the bottom Mm -hmm. as he was starting to reel in. Mm. He had a huge... He felt a huge tug. They both held on to this fish from the morning until 10 p.m. that day, that night. To this day, fighting it. fighting it. Till this day, it has been recorded recorded as the record holding steelhead at 42 pounds, two ounces. How Back do they weigh fish. it? Well, I'll tell you one thing: that fish was mean, that for was sure dead. <laughs> That's right. Yes, <laughs> it's <so> dead. <laughs> as it was for sure, because yeah. they fa- fought it for how long? Ten hours, you said. Uh, until 10 p.m. I'm not sure when, when, the, they, when start? they started. You said morning until 10 p.m. Yeah. So it's listen, least, you can't ask any more so questions. Full day. So like the better part of yeah, the day. So like minimum they, 10 they hours. This thing from morning to night. Fly fishing exactly. Matt is saying fact. I'm gonna also go ahead and say fact. Jim saying fishy. It does sound fishy. Yeah, it does. 
But I'm going because fast. that's a long time to fight a steelhead. This should be factor. Yeah, forty two pounds. Even forty two pounds, surely after an hour, yeah. it would die. Imagine and you just a forty two pound in. steelhead. You just no, might go, go pick it up. Crazy. No. Dan, I'm gonna say Dan fishy. says fact. So wait, Mitch, says Mitch fishy. you're fishy. Yep. Facty. Just, facty. just says facty. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I like facty. Yeah. Facty. 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 Facty or fishy. Or facty. <laughs> okay, Ilma. What is it? We've got a couple answers in here. Ken is shamelessly promoting himself on episode 44. <laughs> nice, Ken. <laughs> to everybody. What was it, Yoma? Uh, it is fact. Holy That's facts? That's fact. So did it, did I they got do? it from our it cr- Josh the Flyfish book. Josh the Flyfish book. Yeah, of course. Josh the Flyfish. Yeah, we and all You know. said it was a world record? Check okay, it out, is it? No, you didn't say... Did you Josh, say world record, I mean, Yoma, or yeah. no? At the time yeah. of Why that book being published... Why did you give him that published? At the time of the book, yeah. No, you're right. I'm seeing. Well, it here. you know what? Yeah. I've got another forty-two pounds. Really? Yeah, in Seattle. They fought. They fought this thing for an entire day. They get, yeah, man. Why? So they did, they landed it. I'm assuming if they weighed it, yeah. Why yeah, did they, they fight it for no, a they, day? It's dead. It's probably up somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, because sure. I I just typed in world not to burst anybody's bubble, but I I typed in world record steelhead in a Google dot yeah. com. What? And. The current IGFA all tackle world record steelhead was caught while salmon trolling in the salt. I see that, but that's that's from 1954. So maybe yeah, this 30, one's like that's 36 pound. Yeah. yeah, and if you keep scrolling down, because I did the same thing, brother. There's other ones. Oh, but anyways, ten mind blowing giant steelhead. Oh, that's my problem. That's crazy. I didn't. I actually thought that one was fishy, but okay. Wow. There you go. There you go. Seattle. What do you know? Yeah. I told hmm. you. The only part coffee? that could be a little wrong is the 10 p.m. thing. I think Space they got needle. to the dock at 10 p.m., but it was still a okay, long fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a wildly long fight. <laughs> they either fought Jody, for 10 Jody, hours or they got there at 10. I don't know. Jody Martin <laughs> says that whole book is fishy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. There's something about They're that. They're going to have to burn that, that book. <laughs> well, Yelma, what's the third factor fishy? Well, awesome. okay. Matt, Matt heard about that story already. That's cool. All right. Oh. Of course. I guess hearing about the world record story isn't uncommon. Right. It's true. Uh, okay. okay yeah, I'm the last one that Matt is Matt Martin. Well, Matt Martin is uh, on this as well, but then there's fly fishing. Fly Matt. fishing Matt. Oh, yeah, don't get them Matt. confused. Well, let me let me let let's see if they know uh, if if they can yeah. if they know this story. Okay. Let's uh, see. This is a Trini story, a Trinidadian story. I'm calling it Trini to the Bonefish, but not really because it's not about a bonefish. <laughs> Yeah, great. Great. Fish is kind of bony. But Certainly a confusing title, but that's yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Um, so <laughs> Ken fishy. <laughs> fishy. <laughs> Ken saying fishy. Uh, He's got instincts, man. He knows things. He's got instincts. Yeah. Well, he might be wrong. Um, have you ever fished in the streets before? <sighs> right. No, I haven't. Right. Can you say it in the accent? <laughs> that's the best thing. <laughs> Can you? I don't have know if I can. In the can we call your mom and yeah. have her say that line? Because <laughs> I can't obviously it's say it. It's a great line. It's a great line. Well, line. yeah, I gotta put it on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> well, in Trinidad, you can. So during the main <laughs> flood months, so like now till about like November, it is crazy floods. Like the right. the flood goes into my aunt's house. You know, it's in the corridor. It's like yeah, it's crazy. For everybody who doesn't so, know, Yelma's from Trinidad originally, and so yeah. is correct. <laughs> so what happens is obviously the rivers get blown out. And from yeah. this, uh, there's a fish called cascadu, and these fish start to get flooded into the streets. And that is the only time mm-hmm. you're able to see them and get them. And they make the best curry stew, cascadu stew, 
in the entire world. My my grandmother used to make it, and it is fantastic. What? But Cascadoo is a really cool name of a fish. It is, it and is. it is also and it's, you said it's that's got the an only way you can catch this fish. And you fishing. said it's like armored. Factor fish. It's an armored it's fish. Armored right? fish. It is like an exoskeleton. It looks like a catfish really with like, cool. like from medieval this. times. Double, I like this factor fishy because like this is also mildly ed- educational. I feel like you should yeah. work that into your factor yeah. fishies more. Like I never heard yeah. of this Mild fish education. before. Not too much. Yeah. I never Mild heard of it. You say it's your favorite eating fish. Like you say it's delicious. It's delicious. Well, if I can say like, one thing about co- like the food in Tobago, wavy. It's, it's an unreal. Oh. That oh, man, probably maybe. is the best food I've had on one of our trips. Which is saying something because we've had some really good food. And but, I cooked okay, well, food too. Let me kind of one, not the food you cooked. Oh, okay. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So the rivers flood Mm -hmm. and the cascadoo come into the streets and you can fly fish or fish for them in the streets and catch them. But you can't catch these fish in the river. The only time you can catch them is in the streets. So I remember the answer to this, which is I'm not going to say because I remember. But remember, everybody, you can't catch them in the river. You can only catch them on the street. Cascadoo, armored fish. I'm saying fishy. Factor fishy. Is this fact? What are people saying? I'm saying fishy. Let's just wait wait a few seconds for some answers here. I'm just saying fishy. I just, what are you saying? Fishy. Nice. I don't trust <laughs> anyone. It's not that these fish don't exist. It's that the only time you can catch them is when they're swimming down Main Street. Yeah. Which, Which is, is a plausible, sure, plausible thing. You know, when you think about it, like, oh, yeah, that's so weird that you can only Yo, catch them Yeah, but what were the fish called? Because we went, we went to a freshwater oh. river and... Yeah. And, facty, Justin. And we, uh, oh. you know... Facts, facts. Okay, we got fish. We saw some pretty crazy looking fish. Oh, we got it. Okay. I'm just two facts, two fishies, three facts. Three facts. Okay. Three facts. Four facts. I mean, oh it does sound God. it does sound facty for so sure. Because it's sort of like yeah. very specific. Fact. Jody says fact. What is it, Yilma? Fact or fishy? It yeah. Is. Uh, it is fishy. Fishy. There is a fish called Cascadoo, but you can catch it at any time in the river. I always always love this segment, Factor Fishy, when things are fishy. It's sort of just disappointing when they're fact. It's kind of exciting. (laughs) So the the fish exists, but you can catch them. Obviously, you can catch them in the river. That's it. Of course. (laughs) If a fish exists in a body of water, someone knows how to catch it. It's a bit of an odd Factor Fishy, but I liked it because it's like a fun... I learned a lot. I learned a lot on this. I like that one, too. Matt Martin said, damn you, Ilma. (laughs) Got (laughs) him. Got him. I love that. A, a bit of an odd yeah, question, but yeah. it was convincing, Dan. But, uh, See, the educational aspect that makes good. it confusing. It is cool. They're crazy of... looking fish. Yuma, how do you spell that? C A. Here, let me see if I got it right. C A S K. No, C C A S C A D O O. Cascadoo. Use it in a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can only catch cascadoo in the streets. It's really cool, man. Cascadoo. Have you ever man. fished in really the streets? Cool. Does need to be a T-shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I only fish the streets. Also, we could just call Prince and get him to say that because that would be pretty awesome too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a very ominous, like, yeah. Come on, man. Sentence. <laughs> there we go. Um, say it. Say no, that's that, that's that's the the the, the Bahamian, Bahamian accent. Yeah. Well, still. Well, okay. Well, here <laughs> now we've got Factor Fishy wrapped up. Why don't we just rip through this trivia? And then, oh yeah, uh, Mitchie's got some Mitchie's fishies. I have some. You got some Mitchie yeah, fishy 150. trivia. I do. I have episode 150 trivia, wow. and these these trivia. There's five questions total. Okay. And the trivia are sort of based off of celebrating 150 episodes. I was about to say years of SoFly. Um, 150 oh, episodes of SoFly. So there's a total of 150 points for this trivia. Oh, now, yeah, hear me out here. Now? Oh my um, god. 
there's points and uh, what are they redeemable and, for? Uh, they're redeemable for um, five questions. Kisses. Five questions. Hundred fifty points. Like Thirty points a question. No, 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 no. What? The first three questions are each worth one oh, point. Jesus. The fourth question, you can get a total of two points. And the last question is worth 145 points. Do I need pen and paper? Um, <laughs> my brain just, exp- I don't know what's going on. A lot on. of numbers. You just you just keep track, okay? And I'm going to tell you if you won, if you got it right or not. And we're going to, at the end of this, whoever wins, I'm going to give them something from this room. Really? Um, yep. My computer. <laughs> something from my room. I'll buy. I'll buy one of you a beer. I'll box? buy one of you a beer. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Trivia. For the fourteen people yeah. following along, can they win something? Sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. How do we know they're not lying, though? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I mean? They can Google it. Oh, oh shit! Can Google it. Oh, I mean, we can they? Google it too. Yes, but you guys honor, can't system. honor system. Okay, we'll go. forget it. We'll just do the trivia then. Ready? Okay. No one's go. winning anything. I trust Matt Martin. I don't trust Ken. Okay, well, whoever wins, we'll send you. We'll send you like. Uh, we'll when we, when we see you, we'll give you some chum stuff. Um, okay, here we go. 150 trivia. So the first question, so fly, of course, as we said, was birthed at the intersection of Church and Richmond here in Toronto at an advertising agency, which is now gone, called One Advertising. Right, Yelma. <laughs> Of course, many of the meetings we had early on to discuss the project were taken at McVeigh's Pub at the same intersection. Uh, in fact, the name SoFly, as we said earlier, was decided upon at that very pub. The question here is, how old is McVeigh's? Oh. How old is that pub? But I've got, I've got four oh, multiple, multiple choice, choice. Nice. because I know it's kind of yes, multiple oh choice God. trivia. Uh, so, is it thirty years old? No. Is it one hundred and twenty years old? Yes. Is it twenty-two years old? Yes. Is it sixty-one years? Yes. Old? And I'll take the answers now. 61. Uh, the 122. Uh, Yelma? 61. Uh, and the answer is, wait, of course. Wait, people are answering. I know. I'm just looking. Fly Fishing Matt said 120. Ken said 61. Ken's, I don't trust Ken I, at all. I mean, He's hopefully 100% going to Google stuff. That's yeah. what Ken is my dad. He's going to Google stuff. Oh, now he's saying 122, which was not even an option. Um, can I, can I, thought, I change my I answer to 122. One, one, no, 120. Or just 120. 120. 120. Oh. 120. So the, the answers are 30 years, 120 years, 22 years, or 61 60, years. How old is it? It's an old place. The pub where. Yeah, so can I change my answer? Again. I'm going for 120. Fuck it. Sure. Um, okay, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and see if the answer here right now. The answer is 61. Oh, no! It's not quite as old as you think. Uh, I'm a pub is 61 years old. Fucking nub. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's a classic Irish bar. Well, Dan and, and Jody, trap beers and if we see on the river, my folks, man, give you a little we'll kiss. Something. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, another fact about McVeigh's—they actually refused to sell to condo developers recently because a condo was going up, so it's just being built around the nice. bar. So when you see it, it actually looks kind of ridiculous. But um, shout out to them. Historic buildings, you know, screw cars. Are they? Is it a okay, horse, historic building? I said sixty-one first. Well, it's definitely older than the <laughs> buildings that are going yeah. up. Uh, okay. 61 is the first answer now. Question two. So if you got that, you have one Kay. point. Question two. The first trip we ever took together was Elk Lake. Well, of course, Tomogamy, we said, but Elk Lake was the first with us. Uh, so Elk Lake, Ontario is a small town located uh, in a vast region of untamed Ontario wilderness. The town of Elk Lake is, of course, near Elk Lake Wilderness Resort, uh, which is where our first trip was together. And you can see our, our most recent video there on our YouTube, nice. uh, which we just released. Uh, a little plug there. But I, I want to know, what is the population of the Elk Lake area as of 2016? Okay, and I'm gonna. There's multiple choice here again. Uh, what is the population of Elk Lake? Is it 643 people, 211 people, 420 people, <laughs> 780 people? 
going with the Elk Lake population as of 2016. So pre-pandemic, which is that is important. Yeah, that's important. The 600 one before 2016. The population was taken, and what give was us, it? give us those numbers? Six forty-three. Six forty-three. Yeah. Two eleven. Four twenty. <laughs> or seven eighty. Six forty-three. Okay, oh, I just locked in at 6.43, all those at 7.80. Jody's at 2.11, 2.11. Got some good answers. Trick nice, Dan. We got 7.80. Uh, nice, Dan. Dan's <laughs> taking the... 4.20. Dan's <laughs> taking that one. I love it. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Matt, okay, okay, one dollar. Okay. All right. One dollar? <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Doesn't totally understand Peter, how to play the game. Even Rest in peace. But, uh, 888 is not an answer, right. but maybe he's okay, right. Maybe it's a trick question. Oh, the answer wasn't in the... Uh, 643. Right, here's the answer. You didn't oh, ask shit. me. Here's the answer. Yo, 643? <laughs> okay, well, uh, we've got one person who gave the right answer. It is 420. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is why I included that question no and answer, because I was like, wait, what? Ken. The population of Elk Lake is 420. Ken and Dan. Isn't that so sick? Okay, well, Dan's two for two here, by uh, the James way. Municipality in Ontario is 420. Dan's two for two. If you got that one right, that was worth one oh, point. Ken, On to the Ken. next question. Ken also Number said 420. Three. But I don't think because he actually thought that. I think Ken said no. 420 after we said it. <laughs> but he's also, there's, he's cheating for sure, 100%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, after Elk Lake, of course, the SoFly crew, that's us, took a, an epic trip to the Attawapiskat River north of Hearst, Ontario. Um, and, of course, on that heroic 10-hour journey from Toronto, we drove through a special tiny northern Ontario town known as Moonbeam. Uh, years later, when we traveled to Estangami Lodge, we passed by and took a picture of that uh, town sign, which is, of course, a UFO. Uh, you can see that That's UFO right. in our Esnagami trip videos, which are live on YouTube. Nice plug. Um, <laughs> but why on earth? Why on earth is the town sign a UFO, anyways? I want to know. Why does Moonbeam feature a UFO as their town sign? It's a Moonbeam. Now, although no one actually knows for sure, uh, the most widely accepted claim is one of these two options. Okay, the first one is uh, early on, before the town was a town, a group of loggers were in the area. Uh, they were, you know, hanging out after a night of uh, logging. And one of the loggers went into the woods to go to the bathroom and uh, kind of went down a trail and then all of a sudden saw this really bright light and then passed out, woke up, came to, he was all naked in the woods, came back to his tent and he'd been missing for 17 days. Everybody thought he was dead. They even made him a little grave, which is kind of grim, isn't it? Uh, the man said, you know, uh, what had happened and uh, he said he was sucked up into the sky by a beam from the moon and from then on they decided to call what? it town moon beam. Or perhaps the story goes something like this. Settlers were wandering through the forest in northern Ontario for quite some time, looking for a place to call home. They came to the area that is now Moonbeam and saw pillars of light streaming down from the night sky. And that's where they decided this is a good place to stake our camp. Uh, of course, all this sounds really like alien and, and sort of strange, but uh, some people assert now the pioneers are probably seeing the northern lights. Uh, the alien rumors, of course, like blew up more in the 60s and 70s, and people kept seeing sightings of UFOs. Um, and, uh, you know, regardless of the, tr of the truth, that name stuck and Moonbeam was adopted. And, of course, now they have the alien kind of lore as their mascot. A or B? B. Which is true. Yeah, I'm going Why? B. I kind of like B. Hard I have a B. weird feel yeah. feeling it's probably A, but I I'm going to go B. Matt Martin's saying option B. The Moonbeam sign was awesome. It was. You remember yeah. that? It's so also cool. featured yeah. very briefly in a That's tragically right. hip song. Fly off of World Container, Moon and it's a great trend. Going with that, it's a cool place to go and see. There's not. It's very. We're getting a mix of. Uh, oh, cool! The, the, those answers spell ABBA. <laughs> Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we're at, we got A's. We're we got Baba. B's. Okay. 
I'm going to give you the that answer. Go. Because if you said B, you were points? right. Yay! Yay! We got one. Yay. <laughs> if you said B, you were right. Dan, your perfect streak is over. Sorry, Dan. A was pretty convincing, too, but I made that one up. Yeah. That's what I kind of imagined would it was. That'd be me if I was um, drinking too much moonshine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't yeah, see me for 17 right. days. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm all naked. I, I passed out in the woods. I don't know what went happened. <laughs> Moonbeam. Uh, all right. Here's number four and five, and these next two are, uh, well, you know, as we do with these fishy trivia, are uh, they're going to be kind of weight and fish-related questions. So since, of course, these early days exploring northern Ontario, uh, we've branched out far and wide and explored all over North America, as we said earlier, places we've always wanted to fish. Some of these destinations include Montana, Mexico, Tobago, British Columbia, Canada's East Coast, Florida, Texas, and even Indiana. Cool. Indiana and the White River. Remember the smallmouth bass fishery that was brought back to life by all the caring attentive of locals? Uh, we fished those smallmouth bass, uh, of course, being guided by White River Guiding. Shout out to Jason. Um, and we had a root and, go- root and toot and good time. Uh, but the biggest bass that's been caught doesn't it does not hail from indiana it comes from someplace else i want to know where the biggest smallmouth bass ever caught was and how much it weighed so this is each worth a point oh this happened this where year where was it caught Multiple choice how much did it weigh didn't this happen this right, year ready oh so oh wait you're gonna uh, list the things i don't know did it i don't know did it oh, shit. It, that whatever i found hit us, hit, don't hit think it was the this options year. there chef but here we go. Here's the options. Okay, first one is, was it 10 pounds, 5 ounces in Northern Ontario? Was it 9 pounds, 7 ounces in South Carolina? Was it 11 pounds, 5 ounces in Tennessee? Or 13 pounds, 3 ounces in Alabama? Shit. Smallmouth? You're going to have to repeat that. I wasn't really listening. All right. It's smallmouth, you said, 10 right? pounds, smallmouth. What's the biggest smallmouth and where was it caught? 10 pounds in Northern Ontario. 9 pounds, South Carolina. 11 pounds, Tennessee. 13 pounds, Alabama. Mm. Biggest smallmouth 10 ever. 10 pounds, Northern Ontario. Tennessee. That's my guess. Tennessee, okay. So, okay, wait. Yelma, you're saying 10 pounds, Northern Ontario? Yeah. <laughs> Ken, no. I'm going to go Tennessee. <laughs> I'm going to go Tennessee, 11 pounds, but I, I seem to remember something this year coming out that someone in Lake Erie yeah. caught a, a it was a, a small record smallie, but maybe it was the Ontario record or the Canadian record. I'm pretty sure that know. happened this year. I'm looking it up. I don't. Was it? A, was that? Was that a smallmouth, or wasn't that a like a brown or something, or a walleye or something like that? Okay. Well, we've got the answers trickling in. We've got uh, Alabama here. We've got um, Tennessee. We've got uh, okay. Matt. Matt Martin knows what's up. Matt Martin knows what's up. Um, Matt says a giant was caught in Erie, but yeah, that's the Ontario record. This is the world record yeah. I'm asking oh, for. Oh, so yeah. the Ontario so record the, was the caught Ontario in Erie. record, which is this Lake Erie fish. Was caught in November twenty twenty two. A sixteen year old female, ten point fifteen pounds. That's a big fish, man. That's a huge fish. First and a smallie. So, but the world's biggest smallie ever recorded. Okay, yeah, I'm saying ten pounds North Ontario. Yep. Yeah, nine pounds South Carolina. Eleven pounds Tennessee. Thirteen pounds Alabama. Uh, I'll go go eleven pounds Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I'm with Dan. I'm I'm just siding with Dan because he's been. I said I said Northern Ontario ten. Okay, hit it. Okay. It's uh, it's Tennessee, 11 pounds. 11 pounds, 5 ounces Whoa. in Tennessee. And actually, yeah, Matt Martin said uh, Dale Hollow, which is the, it's like a, uh, what's it called? Like a man-made lake or whatever. Uh, Matt said it, Dale Hollow. Matt said Ken. it, Dale Hollow. Ken, you're Ken silly. Matt knew. Ken, you didn't grow That's up by That's a big fish. Big <laughs> fish. That's a big fish, man. 11 pounds? 11 pounds? Yeah, he did. Ken did. I don't know, he man. Did. I'm just saying things. <laughs> 
There are there are bass in that lake, uh, Kenneth. Uh, but yeah, okay. So if you got Tennessee and eleven pounds, you got uh, well, you got the uh, you got the two points there. Okay, so the final All question right, the now is worth one hundred and forty-five points. This is a big Bring pointed question. Points. It's worth one hundred and forty-five points. So <laughs> you're gonna want to get this <laughs> one right. One hundred and forty-five points. Um, <laughs> uh, no, there's not one hundred and forty-five answers. There's just one answer worth a lot of points. So looking ahead to the future of SoFly. I think there's one very, very obvious destination that comes to mind, I want to say, for all of us, and that place is Alaska. Uh, it's known as the last frontier. It's the largest U.S. state by area. It's home to incredible species of wild animals, including some really incredible fish populations, which make for some really incredible fishing opportunities, and it probably should be part of Canada, but it's a place that, in fact, we must go see, and we will, and we will search for grayling, and we will catch grayling, hopefully big ones, but it doesn't really matter. You never know, though. Maybe we'll catch uh, catch the, the world record even, Yelma. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, beating the current world record of what weight? I want to know how much the biggest grayling now uh, for 145 points um, weigh, ever caught. How much did it weigh? Here are your options. 5 pounds, 15 ounces. 7 pounds, 11 ounces. 4 pounds, 6 ounces. 22 pounds, 4 ounces. Mm. 4 pounds, I would, 6 I'd, ounces. I would, love, ounces. I would love to think that there's a 22-pound grayling somewhere. I'm going yeah, 7. I'm doing 4. Seven. 7. 4? Four? 4. I'll do 7. Okay, yeah. I'm with uh, I'm with Aetis on this one. Matt, what the fuck? Okay. What are you saying? I want to okay. see what Matt says. He, reservoir, Matt. Yes, reservoir. Dale Hollow's a reservoir with massive small nothing. Justin agrees with me. Dan's at seven. Huge amount of records there. Dan, Dan the okay, host. so we got Justin saying uh, four pounds, six ounces. We've got Dan. Oh, and oh, Matt. Everyone's Jim all saying oh, seven. Okay, a lot of sevens seven, happening oh right God. now. Aldo, what'd you seven. say? I said seven. Me and, and, and Ida are both at seven. Yelma, what'd you say? I said four. How big do you think this fish is? Four. Graylings don't get that big. Shit. Can you imagine a 22-pound grayling? I'll just give you that one right now. Pinner. Alaska, um, you boys need to pop on over to Newfoundland. And yeah, he's big time. effing yeah. right about that one, yeah. brother. Yeah, we definitely do. 100%. We can do both in one year, Pinner. That's how Absolutely. planes work. <laughs> we can come on over to we can come on over to Newfoundland right now, right after yeah, this. Cool. Um, all right, here we go. The biggest grayling ever caught was five pounds. Oh, the first answer, A. Wow, it was A. That was the closest. Shoot. Five pound, fifteen. Was that an answer? Which I thought you said two pounds. I thought you said two pounds, seven pounds, twenty-two 20 pounds. pounds, and four pounds. <laughs> I said five. Sorry, brother. No, I said five. Five, seven, four, twenty-two. <sighs> I, said I feel five. like this game is rigged. Probably, but <laughs> if you got uh, that one right, you got one hundred and forty-five pounds. Well, no one got <laughs> you and, got one hundred and forty-five uh, pounds. <laughs> 145 points rather so <laughs> deep in the fish pound talk and uh that's it for the trivia so if you won just <laughs> email us and we'll give you what do you mean if a car oh. um <laughs> you got a smoked ham which one of you guys did you guys keep track four of points. your points or three points i, I know right, well, this is the weirdest I didn't thing keep you got four I got points i just you got yourself a beer oh, shit. Yeah, I, think I, got I, got I think i got six, i think i got i think i got 420 points yeah big time i think you I might have too which points. is great because <laughs> Because this, of course, is our 150th episode. And, uh, yeah, I want to say, uh, you know, um, hey, rock and roll, <laughs> yeah. boys. 150 I'll, episodes? I'll, Jeez. I want to say, hey. Rock and roll. You know, why don't we just uh, why don't we just uh, kind of roll this show out with some upcoming right. stuff? Uh, although, what do we got coming What's up? Okay. Um, well, two things. First thing, uh, we, you know, thanks everybody to who replied to the boat, naming the boat thing. Um, we're yeah. definitely going to focus on more giveaways in this uh in these and and what we're gonna do not that we've received any new ones yet but if either on itunes or youtube or spotify if you could uh does itunes even exist or is it just called apple music itunes or apple music you have to leave are you talking about yeah. the reviews yeah. 
Got to be a written Apple review. Podcast. Can't be a written review on Spotify. They can't. They don't have them. What? They don't have written reviews. Yeah, you can just click stars. You can just click stars five stars, one star, two okay, stars. Okay, fine. You have to write a written one because we don't know your name. So you got to leave us a, a written review on the podcast, and then we'll know your name. We'll give you a yep. prize. Okay, so um, so if you can review year. us on Apple Music, iTunes, or whatever the hell it's called these yep. days, um, <laughs> we will pick a monthly winner from those comments um, and reviews. Sorry, and uh, and we'll send you a little prize pack. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do that every That's month. Right. Yep. Um, we're not gonna do right. it this month. Because nope. we didn't get any. <laughs> but if you could, that would be great. Uh, and if we did on, Sp- on Spotify, thank you so much. Like, yeah, I mean, really please review us in other ways. But but if you want to yeah. win, you gotta you gotta do that. Um, yeah. Upcoming things. Well, actually, in a week from yesterday, September tenth, uh, Matt Martin's been in this chat. Um, yeah. But of course, he's uh, uh, he's leading the second. Uh, Smooth River Academy, and this one's all about steelhead. Uh, they're going to be doing uh, not only swinging techniques like spay rod, but they'll be d- covering indicator fishing and, and tactics for um, chasing steelhead on uh, the single hand rod. Um, there's, there's uh, if you want to head over to uh, uh, Matt's website, smoothriver.ca, smoothriver.ca, smoothriverguiding.ca, um, smoothriverguiding.ca. Smoothriverguiding.ca. You can. Sign up for that class. Um, def- nope. Smoothriver.ca. Smoothriver.ca. Here we go. Smoothriver.ca. 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 <laughs> you can learn about the class. Book the class. Um, uh, it's at um, it's on the Grand River, so I think you know that's a really great place to learn. There's a, uh, some some steelheading tactics because it's a really, really great place to find steelhead. Um, but yeah, that class. Uh, you know, you can sign up for that. I think that's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, the first one was really well attended, um, which is great. Um, BGOW also, it's, this is very last uh, minute, but if you're a woman of color, racialized woman, or a female identifying individual uh, of color, and you would love to fish, fish for pike, not brook trout. No brook trout. <laughs> if you want to fish the Montreal River at Elk Lake <laughs> Wilderness Resort, BGOW, if you go over to browngirloutdoorworld.com, they've got a trip there next weekend, and I think there's a couple spots left. I think there are two. And, uh, and yeah, the whole thing is, like, fully outfitted and whatnot. You're going to have boats. It's yeah. awesome up You're there. You're going to get your lunch, your dinner, your cabin, everything's taken care of. Um, so, reach out to them or send them a DM on Instagram. Um, that's also happening yep. next weekend. Um, and if you've never fly fished before, that's cool. It's not just going to be fly fishing. They're going to be doing some conventional angling as well. Um, so if you want to try out fishing and explore Northern Ontario in one of our flavored places, that is happening next weekend. That's it for Thank the, yeah. um, I don't know, what do we call this hometown report? Yeah. Hometown report. Uh, I think yeah. I mentioned yeah. earlier, oh, wow, you know, thanks name. big time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, one of our sponsors, Reddington Rio. They're having an awesome 50% off sale. Um, of course, thanks to all of our sponsors over the years. Uh, you know, first and foremost, Drift Outfitters, who's there from day one. Day so one. thanks, Rob yeah. and Chris and the whole team down there. Um, yeah. Thanks to Chums and Costa, our current sponsors. But, you know, thanks to all the other sponsors that helped us along the way. Forty Creek Whiskey, uh, you know, Gills Fly Fishing International. Muskoka. Uh, Muskoka Brewing. Mm-hmm. Munhead. Bob, Bob, Bob Cajun. Munhead. All the Our lodges Pirates. that have given us a shot. <laughs> Eric Lund, Eric uh, Fenkel, you know, yeah. uh, obviously Roger and, J- and uh, Mary uh, Jo, you know, and, and now the new owners, Mallory, uh, Mallory and Jason, Jason up at Elk Lake. And 
Yeah, everyone that's just given us a, a Captain shot. Matt, Matt Dotson. down in Texas for having us down there and fishing Captain with you, Joe. You know, like Jason and Deanna I mean, over uh, at uh, Costa. Benny in Florida recently. Like, yeah, there's just obviously a lot of people that are like just super kind and willing Everybody to like, take, down us, in Indiana. take us idiots out on their boats or have us at their lodge. We really appreciate that because it's done. Cool. And definitely, yeah, good call, Yoma. Like, definitely all the shooters that have come out and not yeah. got paid and, and helped us out. And, uh, you know, just and to, the, just to be who's... creative. Andy, Idis, of course. <laughs> Joel. Of course. The one who's still with us. Yeah. <laughs> Gab. Look at him. So happy. <laughs> Gab, shout out to Gab. Shout out to Gab, One of, of the course. OGs. Uh, yeah, I don't, who, yeah, are we forgetting? Well, we, I mean, everyone listening. Oh, at least. Everyone listening, of course, Kate Scott. Everybody, everybody we everybody, ever met everybody, in our lives. Everybody. Everybody. And, uh, everybody. Yeah. Jesus. Everybody. Moses, <laughs> Jesus. Everybody. People that listen to the show, thank you so much for listening and supporting us over the years because it's obviously we uh, we just we're just gonna keep talking. But you know, it's nice that people want to join in and and again be part of the the community and. and Without everyone, there is no community. So rock and roll. Thanks for coming to our events. And thank you for watching this live stream. We recorded this time. Oh, man. Hopefully. Thanks, boys. <laughs> nice, man. Sorry about that. And obviously, yeah. you know, if you weren't one of the 15 people watching now, yeah. uh, we're going to upload this. Uh, it's going to be available right on YouTube, mm-hmm. Apple Music or iTunes, whatever the hell it's called, Spotify, and wherever you find podcast. B Rice! <laughs> B Rice B-Rice. is in the house. B Rice, a live stream <laughs> we'll legend. See yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you again at, at, at the, during the holidays. B Rice, thanks, Ken. Thanks, Papa Dues. All right. Well, that's. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, here's to another 150 episodes. So we can crack to 300 episodes. And then Yilma can finally uh, rest. And then Yilma can quit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me. Oh, Mitch, B- oh man, B Rice. Remember B Rice from our Christmas show? Yeah. Won a mm-hmm. bunch of streamers. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he caught, caught fish on the streamers right on! Oh, right on, B-Rice. B-Rice. Have a picture Hell of those yeah. fish, send it to us, we'll yeah, post it. Yeah, send us pictures. <laughs> we'll post it. That's it for me. That's it from B-Rice. That's it from Aldo. That's it for me. Like, comment, subscribe, sofly.ca, <laughs> at the SoFly crew, at this, That's at it that. from Idis. <laughs> yeah. Idis. Love you all. Ciao. Yeah. Love you all. And uh, Goodbye, y'all. everyone. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and see you later. TTYL. Do I hang up, or... You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.